Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. We are nearing the end of the year, right? Yep. We're on a good hot streak with episodes. Got a lot of fantastic things going on. Vote. Everybody voted. Lil Joe won. Lil Joe won. Mighty Joe Young. Get it, Mighty Joe? Mighty Joe? Mighty Joe? Lil Joe in his piece. Oh, 46. I don't know if that, like, I don't know nobody with, like, number 46 that was significant, so. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kamala. Right. Shot, shot, be shot the camel here. Right, right, right. Represent, represent. Uh, shout out to Trump for doing what we thought he was gonna do. Declared himself the winner. Right. And, uh, even though, even though it already started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, shot him for still holding up the White House. You know. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a football player who who <laughs> has his uh who has his glory days, his best days behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Grades ain't good. Got to go to JUCO. He might not ever make it, but hey. He was great in high school. For how many years? Four. <laughs> it might be longer than that, but I digress. Nah, I, I usually make it four. Yeah. Now, in college, yeah, if you it wasn't did. for the draft, it'd be different. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be different if it wasn't for the draft. But in light of all that, this would be one of our, I guess, more uh, cultural, political episodes, if you will. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy things been going on the past couple of weeks outside of the presidential election that let you know that even though you have somebody new up to him, doesn't really make a difference as far as the color of your skin and what's in people's hearts. Right. That they can't hide. You found an interesting story. Of course, I found an interesting one. And it had layers to it, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess we can get into the Phenomenal NBA trade that happened because before yesterday they was looking suspect. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of speculation going on. A bit, definitely a bunch of rumors that we didn't know if it was going to happen or if it was going to happen. We just have to wait until the trade deadline starts and when it's done. That way everything will be good. But but I mean, just press pause on that okay. so we can go ahead and get into our other ones. Okay. So you want to start with yours? You want me to start? You go and start. So wide receiver. LSU, Coy Mitchell, about two weeks ago, I believe it happened Saturday night, Sunday morning, something like that, was basically assaulted, if you will, not in a brutality sense, but in a mental sense. He was assaulted by three, I thought it was just two police officers, but it was three, because they thought he had a gun when he was stopped. Mm-hmm. They went to searching him. I'm not sure if they did the search and seizure on the vehicles. I didn't, I didn't necessarily read on all that, but... They went as far, and this is why we say assault, they went as far as unzipping his pants to see if he had a weapon there. Black kid, wide receiver, freshman at LSU, and he had made statements, and I'm paraphrasing here, had it, had he not mentioned that he was an LSU football player, he might have lost his life. Yeah. Because when he's trying to record the incident, the police even said then went as far as to get yeah, that away from it too. Yeah. You know? Now, the thing that I want to bring light to is the coach. And then we got we to gotta kind of go into what what'd you really feel 
you know, as a player, and then as a black man, and then just what could what you got to do better? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay, so while I cannot comment on the investigation, what I can say is that we must work collectively to embrace our differences. We have to listen, learn, and come together to combat social injustice and racism if we are to create a safer and more is that right to create a more and say is, is that equal a safer and more e- equitable equitable that's yeah. what it is okay equitable e- society e- or, for or, or equitable yeah that's okay I thought equitable. it was equitable I didn't want to get it wrong sorry y'all rename a strong suit but <laughs> equitable society for all people yeah your player who is a freshman and we understand that wide receivers as a bunch are needed right now, mm-hmm. along with a whole offensive overhaul and then a few other things. But your African-American player, post-George Floyd, post-Breonna Taylor, post-Trayvon Martin, because we got to take it back that far, and then even before then, Emmett Till, what a tie-in we have for your next story, right. said that he was assaulted. It's It could have been videotaped, mm-hmm. but he actually made, you know, he made the Twitter post, he reported to the Baton Rouge Police Department the whole nine yards. But your player literally broke down on what happened on this account. And the best you have is that we must embrace our differences. He was stopped, probably racial profiling, right. but he was stopped. And then not only was he harassed, but they went in so far as sit up here and zip his pants to violate his human rights. Yep. Can't even say civil rights, just human rights. Mm-hmm. Right? To basically emasculate him. And then the icing on the cake is you as his head coach who is supposed to have his best interests at heart. You don't even sign. You believe him. Right. You talking about equitable society for all people. He telling you he not being treated as a person. All right. You know what? This brings me back to when I think I know it was a 30 for 30. I believe they was doing one with Shaq. And 30 for 30 was shacking at that head coach at the time. And I, I remember, and I think he said, I believe he has said that when you at LSU, everybody knows you, especially when you're playing on the court because you're the face of that basketball program or you're the face of the football program. It, whatever it is, if you're African American, if you're good, they're going to put your face out there. Everybody's going to know who you are. When you're playing the game, People will scream your name, but the minute the game is over with and it's dark outside and people don't watch those games, they assume you just a regular you just a regular black black, yeah. black guy. And they will do any and everything to wipe you out. Well and see, that's my whole thing when it comes to him saying he don't want to comment on the investigation. Fine, there's rules to that, I guess, yeah, whatever, right? Right, right? But what he can say is he wanna work collectively to embrace differences. Sir. Post-April, this statement don't make sense no more. Mm-hmm. This, this, like, And I don't know what all they did at LSU. I just know it was in the media with Nick Saban walking with his players and stuff. I don't know what Ed did, but I don't think it was very much. Yeah. Like, you know, even so far as to look at his players and say, well, we've all had COVID around here. Mm-hmm. To think that you can't get it the second time, which we know is untrue right about now. And then the side effects that you have with it. But this is like, he don't give a, he don't give a damn. It's like, for... You know what you have in these southern states. Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi. Mississippi. 
Georgia. Um, you name the states. Florida, you know yeah. what you oh, yeah. you know what you have, especially in the South, with the deep rooted um, old mentality of the Confederate flag, and y'all all know what that means. Mm-hmm. So for him to make a statement like this, knowing that you don't want to lose your players. You know, I ain't talking about, like, losing them as far as, oh, you just lost them and then they don't want to play for you no more. I'm talking about them literally leaving. Yeah. Because. They don't feel safe. Yeah, because they don't feel safe. But then I don't even have, so say, the person who's supposed to take care of me, my father figure, right. who even yeah. supports me. And so I'm just looking at him. I'm like, dog, you got to do more. I don't know if you had to make this statement based off of what athletics said, your or compliance politically, office. Politically correct. But it ain't a time for you to be politically correct right now. Especially when, let's be honest, the season don't even matter no more. You don't. You really, you really build enough for next year. Right. And it, I don't know how special of a talent the boy is, but we know when it comes to offensive side of the ball in the SEC and then with them supposed to be a contender, you can't afford to lose nobody. No, man. It- and and, it, and it, that'll it, be a trickle effect for the rest of your team if they see this not playing out, which it don't look like it is right, right. now. Right, and it's not even about right now. I know, I know you said about. I know you talk about the the season or whatever. The next season, it ain't even about. It ain't even about that right now. It's, it's about a player getting violated, and he's cut. He, like you said, trying to tell Ed what happened. Ed making a politically correct statement. And it just seemed like it don't have his back, like you had said. And I agree. It don't seem like it have his back right now. And, like, and, right now it's just the wrong time and not that, to. Yeah, and you, at this point in time, these players and the it, the players and the family members of the players are trusting you to have their back because they they can't be there 24-7. But they, they look at, they're looking at you as a, a second father figure or a second relative in charge. No, at least my eyes and ears. Yeah, he's my eyes and ears. You you're supposed to look at over him. You're supposed to look after him. If he's not doing what he's supposed to do, you're supposed to punish him. Do everything. If he's not getting treated fairly around campus by other students or other teachers or other members of that of that program or whatever or that community, you're supposed to step up. You are the head. You're pretty much you the face of LSU right now. It's crazy. That's you the you the face of LSU no, right that, now. No, that's true. Like what? I mean, what superstar? And I don't know. I'm just talking. But what superstar do you know that's more famous than Ed himself? Because the whole thing about LSU go Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it, it per, it, his personality. Yeah, I'll, I'll shine. I'll shine even his players. Yeah, I'll shine even his players at the time. At the time, so. Right now, like I said, you have to go back to the drawing board. It ain't no time to be politically correct. The the forty fifth president, he he said whatever he felt, and you see how the people came on him. I don't know if he don't want to. I don't know if he want to say anything. What what he want to say because he got the boosters in his in his ear saying, if you say this, then you know. But see, this is the thing though, and and then we'll go ahead and go to yours next. But as far as the boosters, because that's the last thing I want to talk on, who you rather have and who going to keep your job? The boosters or the people that's playing for you? Mm-hmm. Because it's a double-edged sword, one, but then two, a booster can pay you all they want to, right? Mm-hmm. But a booster going to do one thing. If you're not winning, they trying to get you yeah, gone. Yeah. And this right here, like you said, it's beyond football, but it ties into it too as well. If... If you don't have my back and I'm one player and this didn't happen to, because this ain't the only player that happened to, mm-hmm. if I lose him 
and it trickles down because the team loves him so much, and I lose my team that don't want to play for me no more, Dallas, mm-hmm. then what's going, what's going to happen? And we know what's going to happen. It don't matter how beloved you are. It don't matter what they – at the end of the day, that fan base and others like that want to win. Clemson fan base is, is steadily climbing to be just like that. Right. They can't see themselves not in, in the national championship. And you saw what happened with Dabo. He made a couple of crazy wild statements, and the Cogan players looking at him like, man, what? You better look at what happened at Florida State. Exactly. Florida State coaches and, and things like that making snort comments and the whole nine yards. The team looked lost. And they looked lost, especially last year, coming into this year, not knowing. And then it's incident after incident after yeah. incident. And it really is – Karma, because of what they did to Tacklevu, the black head coach that came down from Oregon. Right. They did him so dirty to where, like, you break a mirror for you break a mirror. Seven years bad luck. Yeah. They they might have that going on right now. Yeah. And to say that's Florida State and what they used to be is kind of crazy. But go ahead with yours. No, mine's. Uh, I don't know if a lot of our listeners know about this, but. A 15-year-old by the name of Kawan Charles was lynched in Louisiana, our home state. On October 30th, uh, he went missing and was found dead uh, days later. And the sad thing about this story, and if you look at the images of him, it looks, it almost looks like a 2020 Emmett Till murder. Like, that's how bad it looks right now. And it's sad to say that we still have this going on right now. And I know here I know it's gonna be a lot of people that's out there, they are racist. They can change, but they don't wanna change. Despite everything that's going on right now. And we still have this going on right now where a fifteen year old is dead. Just cause of color of his skin. A fifteen year old we can't graduate, he can't celebrate his sixteenth birthday. He can't accomplish anything that he wanted to. He he probably had dreams. He can't. All everything is gone because of what? Because of what? And twenty twenty, that murder right there. It just it struck a nerve. I was looking at. I'm like, man, this I this didn't happen. This couldn't happen. Nothing has happened like this. I in our lifetime, seeing things like this. Is just absolutely crazy, and I'm just saying to myself, what do, what do we have to do? What do we have to do in order for y'all to listen? Is it have, is it gonna have to be violence? Are we gonna have to get? Is somebody have to go and do something to a white person to like make y'all understand how we feel right now? Because until that happen, nobody's gonna understand. And to tie into what your story is, and I'm I'm writing one now, so it'll be a, a it'll be a, a blog post, the first in like a year, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be up before the end of tomorrow. But it's a it's tying into the Coy Mitchell story and then it's also tying into this one as well. But Dave Chappelle did his Saturday Night Live, this is the second time he'd have done it post election after whatever happened. And so this one, he said he was talking to a friend in London and she rep- and she made the comment said Today, America feels like a safer place because they elected a new president. And Dave was like, that may be true, but America doesn't feel safe. Right. Like, 
She was like, America feels safer. No, she. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it incorrectly. She said the world feels like a safer place because America elected a new president. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's cool, but America don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter who's at the helm. Like, I've been telling people, and it's been, it, you, people are getting their feelings because politics is just one of them things, right? right. It's a hot button. Uh, it's something to get somebody stirred up real quick. And to be honest, you can lose a lot of friends mm-hmm. if you if you have somebody who's hot-headed not listening and not actually, like, being empathetic on every side. But it's crazy because that statement right there is so powerful. And, you know, we've been saying this whole time, like, talking to our mom, she was like, well, I ain't going to consume myself with it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I watch around election time, like, presidential election, to, to learn. Like, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff they don't, you know, teach you or you might have forgot or whatever, whatever. So I was like, I watched it to understand it and to and to know. Not to mention I'm petty, so I was hoping that Trump lost just to see what he's gonna do. But it's the whole thing that I was telling somebody. I was like, it don't matter who we wake up to November fourth, which it wound up being right. longer. But it don't matter who we uh, wind up waking up to saying they are the new president or they the returning president. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the issues still remain the same of what we have to overdo, overcome, right. and conquer. And the road don't get easier. And it's things like this that sit up there and scare you into staying in the same place, right. mindset-wise and economically-wise. Yeah. And I don't know the story of his mother or whatever, but who knows? He could have been the next Marcus Garvey. Right. He could have been the, uh, next Martin Luther King. the Martin Luther King. He could have been the next Ben Carson. And I know that ain't a good comparison. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. famous-wise. Right, right. He could have been anything. Jackie Robinson, uh Third good Marshall. He could have been anything. His yeah, life top, is top lawyer. Yep, everything. Yeah, he, his life is taken and defamed because of his his face. Yeah, and there's no rhyme or reason for it. And yet people say, "Well, why do you say Black Lives Matter?" Well, one, we ain't just saying Black Lives Matter. We saying we sick of this. Mm-hmm. And so when the looting happened in Minnesota, when burnings and looting and, and all this other stuff happened and it was an uproar in the nation and people kept saying, oh, they tired, they tired. No, no, no. We were tired four years ago. Right. We were tired 20 years ago. Uh, we were tired four centuries ago. Yeah, we were tired. We've been tired for 400 years. Like, this is old. We sick of it. And it's like the constant stigma is, oh, well, y'all just angry. Well, how would you feel? How you yeah, feel? Roles were reversed. Yeah. How do you feel when you walk into a store? Like we walk into a store, and I don't know if you didn't seen it lately, but I still see it someday. You walk into the store, and all eyes on you, and literally your paycheck can say, "I can buy this mug if I want to." Right. I can franchise it. I understand the rules to do it, mm-hmm. but because you black, you tall, I'm tall, you look like you got something about yourself, even. We don't even dress like we have sagging pants, which that's a whole different discussion. Right, right. We dress like we got a little style and class about ourselves. We hold our heads up right, you know, back up. We walk and talk like we belong, like right. we're supposed to. Right. And yet you still get look like you just another black right. person and your heart is bad and you only want to harm and this and that. When, to be truthful, black we, people have never been harmful. Y'all made us. Y'all made us this way. Yeah, but even still, even through all this, still some of the most giving, cultured, mm-hmm. nurturing, whatever you want to call it, that's what we are. And this is the result every time. Yeah. Like just like this year alone, twenty twenty, screw the coronavirus. Twenty twenty for black people has been 
a up and down roller coaster. Right. Like Kobe gone, boom, that's one. Nip was gone last year. I mean, two years ago. But time after time, as soon as you think it's good, right? Something as always, as something always, always got to revert back. Oh, it's something always got to revert back. And that, I don't know, you know, that is conspiracy theories or whatever. Like, it, like you had said, you you take five steps forward, then you get you take two steps back. Yeah, for no reason, you take two steps back. But you know, I. We had to get on that, people. I know if you didn't know, we wanted to educate you. We wanted to let y'all know how we feel right now. But let's uh, let's get on some other sports stuff. It's the NBA draft tomorrow. So you- moves were made. Mm-hmm. We were definitely talking about the fact that out of everybody, we didn't hear anything about Milwaukee Bucks. And what was it, 9 p.m., something like that last night? Yep. We heard the trade of all trades thus far. And – a uh, trade that definitely should have happened. I don't care who they got, but I'm glad they got who they got. Yeah. But they needed to make a move. And Drew Holiday, ladies and gentlemen, is with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Um, not I don't really care about talking about who New Orleans got. That's neither here nor yeah. there for me. That trade, how significant is it to push them to continue to soar? Yeah, it, Drew Holiday right now, and I've been saying this, is definitely a hot commodity, one of the, if not the most underrated, the number one most underrated player in the NBA. He can guard positions one, two, and three. Great defender, good scorer. He reliable and he's also consistent. And he don't take he don't take days off. And when he's with organization, he fights tooth and nail. He give a hundred and ten percent every time. So. Milwaukee definitely got an upgrade. Not saying that Eric Bledsoe was bad or anything, but no, I agree. But Drew, yeah, but it is. But Drew Holiday is that player that every NBA team needs. He don't have to score thirty or forty points a game. He do. He does the dirty work. He plays defense. He rebounds. He's a leader. He's what you need. He's what you need in a player. And I think he can definitely. Give Giannis that that booster. No, he can't do nothing but to help that team. And, that was, that was, oh, go ahead. Oh no, and I'm saying they got they got a lot better defensively as well. Well, he can't do nothing but help that team, and I think his his uh, his goal is going to be to be more aggressive offensively, like the things that you said that he is because he can Giannis. Be- no, I'm just saying Giannis needs another score. Yeah. And he needs somebody who can actually do it on a consistent basis. Um, my, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Chris Middleton wasn't that guy. That's why they went looking for another guy. Mm. Um, and they had to trade. Eric Bledsoe was good for them. He really was. Um, but they had to get rid of him yeah. in order to get this piece. Yeah. And they, you know, they gave a, a draft pick or whatever. But when you're trying to win now, those are the moves you have to make. Um, I was reading right before we, right before I made it back to the house before we started this. Um, so, of course, your boy want to go to Brooklyn, James Harden. Mm-hmm. And Russell Westbrook wants to get out too. But do you know why he want to get out? Because he want to be the main ball handler? Uh, because the culture there for Houston he said it's not an accountability culture. Mm. He said he wishes it were more like OKC because he said when he spoke his mind at OKC, he would call players out but address himself 
I he's, need he, him. He felt like Houston didn't have that because Houston was like, hey, it is what it is type thing. And he was like, mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like that's a championship uh, environment with that. Which, that's to each his own interpretation. But what I wanted to say was when I read something, the reason why Harden and Westbrook want to get out don't know how true it is, but I saw quite a few articles, yeah. so I think it is true. They they owner is a Trump supporter, right. and oh. he hadn't answered for it. Oh, oh I saw Will. I know he the Fatala. I think that's how you yeah, say Yeah, Fatala. He was going out on limb, making statements. Well, I ain't gonna say make statements, but it was rumors that he he was talking to other teams about trading James Harden, and James Harden was already he was already stuck in Houston, and he wants to continue to play in Houston. So when that came up, that was like what? And then they just hired the black. They just hired the black coach. Yeah. So now, so now, James Harden want to leave. Russell Westbrook want to leave. Well, we PJ, figured Russell was gonna want to leave anyway, though. PJ Tucker want to leave because he his he he felt his role ain't enough. Austin Rivers want to leave because he ain't getting his touches. Eric Gordon want to leave. Man, that's all your that's your whole team right there. They just traded away Robert Covington. I'm like, he's so he's a big he's a big piece. To so so, what well, what are we gonna do? And I know we talked to I know we talked to Devin yesterday, and I may have to retract my statements. Philadelphia, James Harden may go to Philadelphia. I, that's that's a smart move. I, I, like yeah. him him going to Brooklyn. Not saying three talented people can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. But you essentially have three ball dominant. Yeah, and KD and KD because Kyrie's a point guard, shooting guard, whatever you want to call him, right? Kevin Durant is a what point four, whatever you want to call him. He can play one through four if need be. He can play one through five, and 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 he can take the ball of the court. So you essentially right now have two ball dominant people who really need the ball in their hand, and Kevin Durant. I don't want to call him a volume shooter because that means that he don't make his shots, but he's a volume shooter and that. He's going to make him so he need the ball in his hand. So if you put James Harden there, who demands the ball as well, I don't see how that works. But what uh, does work uh, um, is Philadelphia. Unless, uh, it can't work unless James Harden becomes that player like he was in OKC. He's never going he to I know, that's what I'm saying. If, <laughs> but if he, if he can't become that, then, all right, you may have something on your hands. But I don't. Me personally, I don't think it's you telling me he got to he got to go back to what he was doing. He was facilitator. No, but I'm saying you basically got to go back to being third fiddle, and basically losing your identity of what you became over the past six, seven six, years. Seven years. No, right, that'll never happen. And then, and then you got Kyrie. Then you got Kyrie, which if you think about it, I don't know. Some people might say James Harden better than Kyrie. You know, I, I think it's a toss. It's a it's a toss up to me, but I mean, that's he looking at him like, man, I'm not about to. Give well, him I up. know Kyrie ain't because Kyrie like, hey, bro. At the end of the day, I got a ship and you don't. Right. And KD looking like I got two of them and y'all don't. Right. And nobody, first of all, six eleven, seven eight wingspan, whatever his wingspan, ain't nobody about to sit up there and oppose KD. So we know he gonna keep the ball regardless. Mm-hmm. What KD don't want to run into, which is probably why it's not a wise idea to get James Harden. KD don't want to run into another Russell Westbrook. And although right. those two may not be Russell Westbrook individually, you put them together, you have the same, same thing. So I'm like, no, that don't work. Brooklyn's fine how they built right now. Let that play out. Mm-hmm. They need supporting players, not a main player. Yeah. And I think Houston's identity, which is great, but it ain't in this in this instance. You want to get stars. You want to sit up there and kind of have that power. That don't work when it comes to building a ship team. I don't know what do. 
for them. Yeah. But that don't work for them. But yeah, but on a, on another note, we had a draft coming up. Number one pick, who you have going? Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, James Wiseman, who you have? Ob Toppin. Ob top five. I mean, I know that, but yeah. uh, number one. I don't know. It ain't Lamelo. Cause who number one? Uh, Minnesota. It so ain't Lamelo. So you think Anthony Edwards gonna be number one? Yeah, but I don't. That's a kid from Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like Minnesota. Like I'm looking at it now. I feel like Minnesota should have been two or three. Like just them being at the top. I feel like you can get this very wrong. You can, not to say the player's yeah. not good, but you can get this very wrong if it don't fit your scheme. I right. agree. And I'm like, now that I'm looking at it, it's so close. I'm like, wow, y'all can really screw this up for y'all. So, meanwhile, Golden State looking like, bro, it don't matter where we go, we right. know how to build. Right. And right. So like. I don't know who going number one. I'm I'm actually interested to see which direction they go because be to me to me I feel like you can question it either way. Yeah. Because now it's like okay y'all got the number one pick you can't be this sorry no more. All right. And I'm 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 really looking at two. I think think I think Lamelo going too. And if Lamelo goes to Golden State, yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, it's gonna be disgusting. That's that's nasty. I, I don't think James Wiseman going uh, one. I think he's no, going three. I think he going, okay. I think he going three. Who is three? Chicago? Yeah, I think James Wiseman going to Golden State and nah. LaMelo go to number three, Chicago. Uh, I was thinking about it last night. <laughs> yeah, they, tra- they tried They tried. They to away Chris Dunn. They did. I don't know. So, who fit better, LaMelo or James in Chicago? LaMelo fits better in Chicago. Lamelo fits better in Chicago. James fits better in Golden State because they have they need a rim protector and somebody to finish lobs. And you had it with James. I feel like that ain't what they looking for. I feel. I, feel, I, feel, I, I agree. I no, agree. no, because I'm, I'm saying I feel like the GM they, like yo, both of my stars got hurt last year. It, exactly. And exactly. I and I feel like he like yo, I got to have insurance, so that's why I feel like Lamelo is gonna go there. Go to state. That, which that which I sense. feel like that's the best move if he goes there. Cause nine times out of ten, I guarantee you, and it never fails. Steph always get hurt. <laughs> so Clay, I don't think you see another. Clay had a freak accident, but Clay don't usually get hurt, hurt like right. that. Yeah, you don't see Clay. But hurt. you do need somebody to compliment Clay, cause Clay ain't. I he Clay ain't Steph. Clay can't create. Yeah, he, he can't create off off the dribble like no. That, yeah, like he, Steph can. He's a I'm a bouncing once and shoot, or yeah. I'm gonna come off a screen and shoot, yeah. which is fine. Hey, that's perfect. But you need somebody who facilitates. That's why I say Lamelo should yeah. go too. I, and I feel like James will work in Chicago. He just got. He'll have more. He have more of a development to do though. Well, but they have already. They got too many bigs in Chicago, bro. So then, so who uh, is what's Op Thompson? What is he, a bid? Yeah, he'll bid. So, so you see Chicago take somebody else. Somebody else creeping in the top five then. Because hey. cause that's what I'm saying. Like, Chicago Chicago almost in a bad spot, too. Because I don't think so. If, 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 if LaMelo goes no, no, to. You're right. Yeah, then they, they, they in a bad spot. Yeah, okay. they in a okay. bad spot. Like, to be honest, it should have been Golden State win first. <laughs> <laughs> they should have won a lottery. And they go get whoever. And then everybody else feed off of them. Yeah, they probably going to trade. They probably going to trade away. But, I mean, I don't know if they trade. I don't know. it. It's so much stuff that's going into this, this draft and all these players and everything. But it's all good, though. This is this is the last thing, though, because this this would give me about the NBA. Somebody get somebody get drafted somewhere, but they go somewhere else, so and you got to keep up with it. 
Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it it mind boggles me, dog. Like I'd be like, yo, you like, oh snap, we we don't. What happened? And then they get to tell you the story. You're like, wow, the NBA draft is confusing. Hey, I, you can't really celebrate till after it's over because you're like, okay, so what picks we got again? Yeah, it's I don't know. But let I let me show, let me say this. So I saw something today. It said Dak, Dak Prescott has more passing yards. 1,856 than Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Andrew Locke. Um, what do you think about that? Lamar is different because his his whole game is half pass, half run. Okay. Cam, I think that COVID stuff is real. So, homeboy balling before. That's, what I, that's all I want people to understand. The first two weeks, homeboy was balling. And when he got COVID, he ain't been the same since. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Locke, I just don't think Denver got a good team. And with Von Miller being out, they defense is whatever. Yeah, they, um, they good. And average. Okay. Yeah, they average. And then <sighs> Drew Locke, I don't know. I don't know what Drew Locke is. Who's other? Cam Newton, Drew Locke, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield. Um, Le- yeah, let's sad, say, say less on that, yeah. Yeah, Baker just said, like, talk about overhype. Say less. Talk, no, I'm just saying, like, because people be, like, overhyping him. And for for all the, like, naysayers and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we finally got we finally got people to sit there and understand, like, well, I guess with me, I ain't no Baker hater. I'm just saying you he want, Johnny yeah. Menzel, too. And you I'm said, okay saying that. You said that, not me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I feel confident. You said, you said that, not me. I feel me. confident saying that. Like, homie is not the truth. They only scored, what, 10 points against the Texans? And the Texans ain't, you it could, know. It could have been 17, but Chubb went out of bounds on the one-yard line. That was very that, unself- was, that was very unselfish of him. But that that's the thing, though. Like, I'm talking about even before and then, like, they only scored 10 points mm-hmm. before. And Deshaun scored one touchdown, which you know what his situation is. Yeah. Shout out to DeAndre Hopkins dunking on everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Larry Fitzgerald having more career tackles than drops. 26 drops throughout his whole career and 39 tackles. Yeah, it's tough. The minute That's he say tough. he retired, it better be a report coming out saying he get the Hall of Fame. That's all I'm saying. Man, get Shout out to Larry Fitzgerald. Go give, him that, go give him that yellow jacket, man. They need to make his whatever color he wants. That's an accomplishment, dog. Like hey, yeah, his is. his career, look at how long it is. That's crazy. He ain't never had a decent ain't Kurt Warner was it. a Kurt Warner was the closest yeah. thing, and that was outside his prime. Way outside his prime. But yeah. So what's up now? That's all I got. Yeah, that is for me too. Chris Paul going to Phoenix. They should be good. Big move. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but Jamal Adams said he fought depression playing for the New York Jets. So he said he, a, I'm, I'm pretty sure he in a better place playing on a winning team. But and Shut up, Jets, Jamal. The, the Jets just, uh, Shut the, up, Jets, Jamal. the Jets, do it to you. But my, I got my picks for the week: Xavier, Omar, uh, grown women, grown woman, and Blast featuring One Take J, Slip and Slide. This is off the tripping soundtrack. Great movie, by the way. It's called Girlfriend. And that's a fire song. Mm-hmm. Jada Kiss featuring Neo and Nipsey, R.I.P. Nipsey. 
Ain't nothing new. Hey. That's about it. Ain't nothing new. We ain't got to say the intro or the outro no more because we got this bomb intro and outro. But, you know, we do it for the culture. By the culture because we are the culture, you did. Hey, man, y'all subscribe. I finally got this stuff live. I got to make sure I... Pre- but y'all subscribe to our email list. I think it's. I think I still got it called the Bottom Line Sports Chronicles, something like that. Mm-hmm. Bottom Line Chronicles, whatever. Yeah. 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 Do your thug thizzle, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's been great. It's been cool. Holidays are coming up. 2020 is almost here, y'all. Y'all hang on. It's a lot of us that ain't make it. Y'all yeah. hang on. 2020 almost over, y'all. Y'all stay easy. Peace. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.